Shalom to all! Today we're going to be learning Mishnah's Brachas, Perg Vav Mishnahes, and Perg Zayin Mishnah Aleph. And today's Mishnahs are being learned Lilu Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarah Basar Yaakov Misha, Hernish Shom Shadav and Aliyah, and Bischos, Rachel Bastavari Gittel, and Daniel Eliezer Ben Tapari Rachel. They should be gebenched with Zerushal Kayama, the car of Mamish. And now Mishnahes says, Achal Ta'enim, Anavim Vrimainim, let's say a person ate either figs or grapes or pomegranates, or for that matter, any one of the Shivas Haminim, Mavarach Alem Shalish Brachas. He's going to say Shalish Brachas on them, Divir Ramagamuel, that's Ramagamuel's opinion. So Shalish Brachas actually is referring to benching. He has to bench after eating what he just ate. That's really interesting. He would have to bench after eating fruit. Now, the reason why benching is called shalish brachas, even though we know that there's really four brachas in benching, is because the original nusach benching only had three brachas. The fourth was added by Chazal later on. Now, the Chachamim say, bracha achas me'en shalish. He only makes one bracha, which is like those three brachas, meaning he makes a shortened version of those three brachas. What's that shortened version of three brachas? Anyone knows? That's actually called alamichya. Alamichia is called Bracha Achas Main Shalish. The reason why is because it's actually a condensed version of benching itself. Nerbi Kivaimer, he says, even if this person just ate some cooked vegetables, but that's his main food. He ate plain old cooked vegetables. No bread, no fruit, no nothing cooked veggies, and that's it. But that's the main thing that filled him up, and that was his food. Mavarch Achor Shalash Brachas, he benches after that. He says, Birkas Hamazayin, after eating those cooked vegetables. So what in the world is the machlekes between the Chachamim, Rabbi Gamliel, and Rabbi Kiva? So we know that our requirement to bench comes from the Pasuk, Ve'achalta Ve'savatu Ve'rachta. You're going to eat, be satisfied, and bench. And Ve'rachta over here means that you're going to bench Birkas Hamazayin. So the argument is how to understand this Pasuk. The Chachamim say that this Pasuk, which is talking about benching, is actually referring to the Pasuk that's right before it. And the Pasuk right before it in the Torah is speaking about bread. So the Chamim say, hey, this Pasuk that's talking about benching is right after a Pasuk that's talking about bread. That means that you only bench after eating bread. Whereas Gamaliel argues, and he says, that this Pasuk of which is talking about benching, is also referring to two Pasukim before it. And two Pasukim before it is talking about the Shivas Haminim. So Gamaliel says that if you ate Shivas Haminim, you ate some figs, some pomegranates, some juicy dates, and you were full, then you're going to bench on those also. Now, Rikiva takes it one step further. He says, hold on one second, the Pasuk V'achalta V'savata V'rachta is talking about benching after being satisfied. The Pasuk says, V'savata, you're satisfied. So Rikiva says, that means it applies to any food which is your main meal, you would have to bench after that, even though it's just some plain old cooked vegetables. And the Meshach continues, if a person drinks water because he's thirsty, he's really thirsty, he wants a nice drink of cold water. This is not talking about if a person has a pill that he needs to swallow, so he's just drinking water to get that pill down, or he has some food stuck in his throat, and he needs to get it down, so he's drinking some water to get it down. We're talking about a person who's really thirsty, and he wants a nice drink of cold water. So before he drinks it, Aymer, he says, Shahakol Niyabidvare, he makes the bracha of Shahakol, and we know that that's what we do. Now, Tarfan Aymer, Tarfan says something interesting. He says that before you drink water, and you're thirsty for that water, what do you say? Bayern Rabbis, meaning you make the bracha of Bayern which we make after drinking water. He says you make that bracha before drinking water. Now, we know that we don't paskin like Reb Tarfin, and we just say a shahakol before drinking water. And now at the parak Zayin Mishnah Aleph. Shlesha she'achlu ke'echad chayavin lezamein. Three people that ate together, they have to make a zimun. So what the Mishnah just told us is something that really we all know, is that when you have three adult males over the age of bar mitzvah, and they ate bread together, so they're not allowed to just leave and walk away, they have to make a zimun. So in Mishnah Gimel, we're going to learn what exactly they have to say as part of their zimun, but at least now we learn the halacha, that three people ate together, they have to make a zimun. Now that the Mishnah is going to tell us a number of requirements, 
requirements for zimon. Achal demai. Let's say a person ate demai. What is demai? So demai is produce like fruits and vegetables purchased from an ama aretz, a person that doesn't really know much Tyra. And therefore, we suspect that this produce might not have had proper mice separated from them. The chachamim did not allow a person to eat this produce until mice were taken off. However, this is only because of suffolk. It's not for sure the mice wasn't separated. Maybe it wasn't separated. And by the way, something very interesting, that's why it's called demai. Demai is a conjugation. A conjugation means when you take two words and you put them together. So the word demai is a conjugation of the words da mai. What is this? We don't know if the proper mysis were taken off of it. So lechat a person should not eat this food. But bidyevit, if he ate this food, that's okay. And the mission continues. Umaisarishin shanitl trumasai. Let's say one of the people of the Zimun ate maisarishin and they had the truma taken off of it. So we know that if a person has a whole bunch of grain, he has a whole bunch of produce, so first he has to take off truma gadayla, and he gives that to the kain. Then he takes off maisarisha, and he gives it to a levi, and then the levi has to take off truma's maiser and give it to the kain before he eats his own maiser. So let's say the levi received his maisarisha before the kain received his truma. The owner was not allowed to do so. However, as long as the levi took off the proper truma's maiser, so then he's allowed to give it to the kain, and then he's allowed to eat that food. Again, lechatchila, the owner shouldn't have given the Levi his miser before he gave the truma to the Kayin. But Bidyeved, since the Levi took off the required trumas, so then the Levi is allowed to eat this food. So let's say the Levi ate this food. And the Mishnah continues, Miser Shani Vehektish Shiniftu. Let's say one of these people who were part of the Zimun ate Miser Shani or Hektish that was redeemed. So we know that Miser Shani is fruit, it's produce that has to be brought up to Yerushalayim and has to be eaten in Yerushalayim. But let's say this person has 5,000 apples and he can't possibly bring all of them up to Yerushalayim. And for that matter, they're going to spoil by the time he brings them up to Yerushalayim. So he's allowed to redeem them. He's allowed to say, I'm transferring the Kedusha of these apples onto money. Now, when he does so, when he transfers the Kedusha of these apples to the money, and the money then will be brought up to Yerushalayim, then he's going to buy food with it in Yerushalayim. As he's transferring that Kedusha, he also has to add on a fifth. So he did this Padilla, this redemption, the transfer of Kedusha properly. However, he did not add on the fifth. So Lechatchila, he should have added on that fifth. However, Bidyevit, if he didn't, it's still considered a proper transfer and he's allowed to eat those apples right now. And hektish is the same thing. If something is hektish, that means it was donated to the base of Mikdash, and if a person would like to buy that from the base of Mikdash, basically he redeems it from the base of Mikdash, he transfers its kedusha onto money that he gives to the base of Mikdash, and then he takes that item. If, if that item is food, so then the kedusha is going to go from that food onto the money. But once again, he has to add a fifth onto that money. If he did not add on that fifth, that's not really okay, but he's still allowed to eat that food. So let's say he ate that food and he was part of the Zimun. Another scenario, the Hashamash Sha'achal Kezayis. The Shamash over here is the waiter. There's two people sitting and eating and there's a waiter serving them. Now that waiter happened to have eaten the Kezayis of bread along with these people. Or the Hakusi. A Kusi ate with these two people. Now what exactly is a Kusi? Kusim were a group of non-Jews that were brought to Eretz Yisrael near the end of the first base of Mikdash. And they became Gerim because lions started attacking them. And they thought to themselves, why are lions attacking us? It must be that we should become Jews and we should act like the Jews of the land. So they became Gerim. Now, the Chachamim argue whether or not that was really considered a real Gerus. Maybe they only became Gerim. Maybe they only converted to Judaism because of these lions attacking them. But they weren't really serious Gerim. 
Nadirim. So even though this is a machlekes, we see all over Mishnayis and all over Shas, this time holds that they are considered like full-fledged Jews and they are allowed to join in a zimun. So the Mishnah over here says, Mizam Nalem, we're allowed to make a zimun in all these scenarios. As we just said, Akusi is considered like a Jew. We said previously, if the waiter ate a kezayas of food, so he could join in the zimun. And all the previous foods that we mentioned, even though Lechat we said a person should not eat that food, since he did end up eating a bediyevid, it's okay, and he can join in a zimun. However, the Mishnah says, Avol Achal Tevel, let's say this person ate Tevel. Tevel is produce that did not have any Trumas Amaisers taken off of it. It's not like Demai. Demai, we said it's a suffix. Damai, what is this? We don't know if it had Maisers taken off of it. Tevel, we know for sure it did not have proper Trumas Amaisers taken off of it. Actually, Tevel is also a conjugation of Tav Lai. This is not good. You are not allowed to eat Tevel, even Bidiyeved. Let's say Maiserishin Shalayna to Trumasai. This person ate Maiserishin that the Truma was not taken off of it. And this is different than the previous case where we said Maiserishin Shanitha Trumasai. In this case, Maiserishin Shalayna to Trumasai is talking about where the owner gave the Levi his Maiser before he gave the Kayan his Truma, and he should have given the Kayan his Truma first. So in that case, the Levi is not allowed to eat his Maiserishin. Or Maiser Shani of Hektish Shalayniftu. Maiser Shani and Hektish was not redeemed properly at all. It's not just that the person forgot to add on that fifth, like we said. He didn't redeem it properly at all. He's eating his Maiser Shani outside of Yerushalayim. He's not allowed to do that. Or If this waiter ate less than a Kezayas of bread, or a full-fledged non-Jew, we're not allowed to make a zimun in this case because we only have two Jewish males and the third person either didn't eat the right food that even B'dyevit he's not allowed to eat or the shamish, the waiter, didn't eat enough food or we have a guy over here, we have a non-Jew. So in all these scenarios, we are not allowed to make a zimun because we have only two people. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow, continuing to talk about zimun with Mishnah Beis and Mishnah Gimel. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.